This podcast is brought to you by our supporters over at Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash dissectingthe80s to find out how you can get bonus episodes, a monthly newsletter, and so much other great stuff, including a custom RSS feed that you can drop into your favorite podcast player so you can listen to the bonus episodes right alongside this one. We also recently integrated with Spotify, so if you subscribe to our Patreon, you can listen to it there if you're a Spotify user. That's patreon.com slash dissectingthe80s. Welcome to Dissecting the 80s. I am the spooktacular Trip Lano, and with me, as always, is my tag team partner, a man who also finds this to be his favorite part of the year, the Macho Mandrew. Andrew Lano, but it is the fucking balmiest spooktacular on record, <laughs> and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> well, it is, it is uh, to peel back the curtain, September 13th today? 14th, yeah, it's not so. supposed to be mid 80s it's supposed to be like mid 70s at this time look look global warming has permanently shifted the seasons we have to catch up to this eventually i think summer is gonna have to shift to be a mid-september thing like the 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 autumnal equinox is now actually the autumnal uh, you know this is a bummer because like all the vibes are changing but the weather doesn't so it's like what do i do yeah and, and, you know, I'm, you know, I don't want to turn this into, I don't, if you like pumpkin spice lattes and whatever, that's great and wonderful. But I have to say, God damn it. August is not when you put that stuff out. I don't mind end of, I don't mind pumpkin end of August. Spice, it's gotta, it's Labor Day is the official, unofficial end of the summer. Can we just, can we just give some, can we just give but some the, respect to this? But the problem is now there's no weather delineation. It's like, it's, it's like I'm living back in Florida, truthfully. Well, it's, it, it's it'll be, it'll be mid September. Cause I'm like, I drink this week. iced coffees and regardless. And like, truthfully, I drink like two to three pumpkin spices and peppermint mochas a year. And like, that's it. Otherwise I just drink like a black iced coffee kind of situation. But I'm like, I, it feels so weird to be like, I'll have a pumpkin spice latte. And I'm like, oh, I'm sweating. I'm like, Right. melting and saying. sweating keep it out of the summertime of course all of our listeners in the florida area are like hey asshole but it's like, truly when i worked and lived in florida a million years ago the only way i knew time changed was the calendar and the decorations at disney world yeah i, I was like that. oh it's fall now thank you for telling me yeah. because my eyes sting from the sweat <laughs> well anyway here on the east coast i think summer is now basically like may to october That's i mean florida is technically the east coast <laughs> Yeah, uh, the northeast. Sorry, I did say. East <laughs> I was Coast. like, Thank I you. think. Yeah, 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 you're correct. I was wrong. Appreciate it. Uh, you are correct. Uh, anyway, we should get to talking about this movie. Uh, it is the theatrical, or sorry, the directorial debut of Mr. Stan Winston, special effects genius. Uh, it is Pumpkinhead, which we watched, so you know what that means. We gotta go back. We gotta go dissect the '80s. It's your Swamp Witch. Someone's gonna just Swamp Witch. When the Hands down, best part of the movie. I know gays love witches, but I stan 
a bog witch, a swamp witch, a woods witch, a location I, I, I witch. I'm here for it. Which should be scary. I don't. I don't. Like well, I don't necessarily a, need don't scary because like I think I think the idea of like the alluring, like the gingerbread house witch who's like drawing you in. There's a time and a place. I'm just saying, if I'm picking, I'm picking scary witch over you know sexy witch or sassy witch. That's all. Well, as long as the sexiness is like part of the trap. Like I don't want just like like a booby witch just like being like, booby for no reason. Like uh, Jesus H Christ. Uh, Matthew Broderick's wife, Sex in the City. Oh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, how they have her in that corset that's just like uh-huh. squeezing her And she's just doing calisthenics the whole movie. And Hocus Pocus is like, hey, can you jiggle more toots? I mean, yeah. But again, she was the alluring siren, so it made sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, teen boys, uh, myself included, liked looking at uh, Sarah Jessica Parker in that movie. So I get it. This is this is a movie I have been curious about forever, and I've always you've not seen like, it left on the. Sh- no, this is, you've you've seen this. Before. I've seen this once before. So this was one of the like I used to dog sit for a very good friend of mine, and um they had a big t TV and cable, which I didn't have cable, so it was like oh yeah, I can yeah. go through the on demand or whatever. The only bummer is that like clearly I was like oh I forget that you all don't watch TV during the day, and it's wildly apparent by the placement of your TV in your living room because. Oh, sure. If it's a daytime thing, I'm like, we tried to watch that direct sunlight, that bullshit Slenderman movie, and I'm like, like wiggling <laughs> my head back and forth as though I'm like, I'm remembering. Do you remember uh, before Dad got up there and put like a film over the windows? There was those like, yep, the uh, Amityville. They were the court, the quarter moon, the quarter circles. Yeah, that just yeah. like that's, bing. That's the Amity. Those are the Amity eyes, right? They're like I think so. Quarter, quarter sure. Moon, yeah. So we had two of them in our living room and the house we grew up in. And for like the first, it was like years before dad finally broke down and got up there and fixed this. But I remember watching something once holding, I was standing up holding a pillow on (laughs) each arm over my head. It's like as if you were like carrying like pails of water with something strapped to your shoulders. I had a pillow on each arm to make like a square and I was standing to the side so I could watch TV because the thing would just go right across the middle. You couldn't see shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it would make a shadow the size of the television. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut your story. Exactly. No. So I'm like, like literally, like just jerking my head around trying to find an angle for anything that will. If a movie was dark, I was like, this, I can't watch this during the day. Like we kept being like, oh, my boyfriend, like let's watch the lighthouse, and I was like, we we have to wait until dark to watch the lighthouse here. <laughs> we cannot yeah, watch the lighthouse is, during is, the day. That is not a daytime movie in that condition. And so. The, uh, so Pumpkinhead was one of the ones that I was like, oh, I, I, I've wanted to watch this movie. Like the random things that are available on uh, anytime I have access to on demand. I'm like, oh, sure. let me watch the things I've been meaning to watch. It's as if I'm on a desert sure, island. And I'm sure. like, well, I can read that book I've been meaning to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I finally watched Psycho at our parents old house because I was there alone doing laundry. And I was like, well, I can watch Psycho now. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I have seen this once before. It's okay. Didn't like grab me. So I, I, okay. they're pretty fresh ideas, generally speaking, because this was like over a year ago that I watched it. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I am surprised that if you watched this before, you weren't like, eh, pick something else. It's so that's, eighty-four that's, minutes, and yeah, yeah, and not. It's it might it might actually be eighty minutes because uh, this opening sequence with the flame credits Too long. is is a doozy. At least make them like. <laughs> A pump like a flame in a pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. The the 
the name of this movie is not a good descriptor for the movie. No. Because he's no. not a pumpkin head. He's got a pumpkin kind of shape, like a squidgy pumpkin head. But it's he he's called it's called pumpkin head because he's in a pumpkin patch. And he's got a weird shaped head. But he does uh, explicitly they were like he will not have a pumpkin head. Like when they were making this thing Stan Winston was like under no circumstances is the creature to have a pumpkin head. Well, I think the creature in the in the very and when we see the creature like reinflate and we'll we'll talk about this more in depth when we get there. He the first stage of reinflation, he looks like Sam from Trick or Treat, Trick or Treat when he takes his bag off. So I was like, "Oh, that." And then it went way it should have more like I I, I wish that they could have, you know, looked forward because Sam's facial design, I think, would serve Pumpkinhead very well. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, this is very xenomorphy. It's like extremely. The I said, hang on, I, what did I write? I wrote, it's like a xenomorph meets. Oh yeah, it was like a xenomorph meets um, the reveal in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas of Jack Skellington. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great way to put it. Um, anyway, we got some flame credits. We get uh, you know good old Lance Hendrickson's name in the credits, which you know. Very exciting anytime you see that. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to put this marker down here. Uh, he's the villain in an incredibly fun action movie called Stone Cold that stars uh, Flash in the Pan NFL player Brian Bosworth that is 100% going to be an episode on this podcast. At some point, I'm going to figure out how to do a theme month that's like the action schlock of the early 90s trip is recently <laughs> discovered, and that is going to be a theme. So. And it's not Steve Austin? It's called Stone Cold and it's not him? Right. This predates Steve Austin by seven years, maybe six years, seven years. Okay. So yeah, way, way before the, uh, the Steve Austin character. Um, it reminded me of the opening credits of, um, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I was like, it's sure, just a static yeah. shot of the French Riviera. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that was weird in these opening credits, I've never seen a screenplay credit that has with what it said. So it's like, so it so, so the way the screen credits is if it was like trip and Andrew Leno, the ampersand would mean we wrote it together. Mm-hmm. The word a and D means we both worked on it, but not as a team. And this said, this was basically trip Leno with Andrew Leno. I've never seen that in the screenplay credit before. I wonder if usually with is like an intro for an actor to set them apart in a way. Like, yeah, with is the, of, with is the like, Either the lead, like title, like the star power, heavy hittest, heaviest hitter, like actor, or like introducing. I wonder if it's like a weird adjacent to a story credit thing. Yeah, that's. I, I tried to Google and couldn't come up with much. So I, you know, if anyone out there has a better idea, uh, let us know. I feel like with is also introducing. Sorry, introducing also used to set off like a. I'm going to just throw her out, even though I don't have an example of a movie, but like, say you got like Angela Lansbury and she's playing like a small part, but she's got like an important, but small part. Like she's with, yeah. Yeah. With Angela, you know, that kind of thing. It wouldn't be Angela Lansbury right now. Right now you might get like a with Helen Mirren is a better example. Yeah. There you go. Like in Barbie. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So we're, we're, we're going hunting with Papa and uh, you know, Spooky woods, pretty good spooky woods. From I didn't think we were going hunting. I thought we were being chased in the uh, right away, weren't we? Well, he's got a gun, so I thought he was. I thought the first guy wasn't being chased because he has the. Gu- I thought the first guy was like hustling to get home, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh, I just assumed that the first they were all getting chased. I thought they were everyone was getting chased. Okay, I I think we only see Pumpkinhead kill the other guy, so I thought this guy was was not. But maybe I'm maybe I'm totally wrong. Um, 
1957, by the way, in this opening sequence. So we jump forward about 30 years. It's so it just doesn't feel old enough. Like I know it, because we wanted Lance yes. Henriksen to be the one to see Pumpkinhead, but yeah. I'm just like yeah. this feels like the open to to go back to Hocus Pocus. This feels like the opening act of Hocus Pocus, where it's like 1693. Yes, yes, yeah. I, I it fully feels like it turn like they have a car, so it's newer than that. But it's it feels real dust bowl. The energy era. feels yeah, like, it's like Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, yeah, and I it's like I think a better version of this is is probably like 1920 and then 1960. You know, like make him mid forties yeah. and then just make the vehicles older. Or I, you would lose the extreme sports angle, which I think is a real. They are filling some time with motorcycle or uh, dirt. But I, I also think that like I don't need Lance Henriksen to have seen Pumpkinhead. I think Lance Henriksen's sure. grandfather saw Pumpkinhead, and he's yeah, the only yeah, one yeah. who ever believed his grandfather's stories. Yeah, yeah. Or he doesn't even believe the stories. It's just that, like, I've heard this story. What? You know, well, I think everyone's heard the story, so it's, like, a way to set it apart, like, yeah, my grandfather yeah. saw him, whatever. I also feel like, I can't remember what movie did this, but, like, maybe it was one of the leprechauns, but, like, I think an opening sequence of, like, flipping the pages of, like, a witchy book and, yeah, that's almost and, certainly in one of the leprechauns. And yeah. the witch is like, and Pumpkinhead came. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a real bony hand turning. Yeah, exactly. Like a gnarled, yeah. withered, like, branch and hand. And there's a cauldron, like, bubbling in the in the hearth behind it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, it could I'm feel sure. like a spooky Yule log. Sure, yeah. Because, like, I'd rather watch that for three fucking minutes as I read actors names than yeah, just like yeah. look at a flame yeah yeah you have someone do a uh oh man i'm bad with names today man uh edward scissorhands oh oh uh winona rider yeah have someone do winona, winona rider old lady voice and just be like there was a pumpkin head who reenacted the vengeance of the people because then he could tell the story of pumpkin head when he was alive and be like yeah all the townsfolk feared him because he looked weird. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, yeah. just was a real thing in, in olden yeah, times. Yeah. Absolutely. They were like, oh, this person had some sort of mild facial deformity, so everyone assumed they were a witch, and then eventually stoned them in the town square, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I was going to say, there were three sequels to this, and Lance Henriksen, not in part two, but is in parts three and four as this same character, which I find kind of insane. Well, it feels, it does uh, feel as though, like, he doesn't need to come back for the second sequel, but by the time the third and fourth, and it's like the 2000s, and like, people aren't exactly, yeah. th- like, beating down Lance Henriksen's door, he's like, eh. Oh, uh, you would be extremely incorrect. Lance Henriksen has been in 17 movies since 2020. Are you serious? Yes, he's he's one of those old dudes who just constantly works. Well, he his face reminds me of um. Sorry, movies, TV, video games, all. Combined. Oh, okay, it's that's like a very different. Not to knock, but, but but like no, but most of it is movies. It's at least thirteen movies. Okay, he always it always reminds his face reminds me of both Bill in Kill Bill and the man who plays the like. Gate the like wise guide role in Sucker Punch, whose name is fully escaping me at the moment. It is thirteen movies, five TV episodes, and a video game since twenty twenty. Lance is working apparently. 
Now, is he doing like four scenes? Probably. But he is in a lot of these movies. Yeah. Now, are any of them Stone Cold 2? No. And that is a tragedy. <laughs> are any of them in, from the Asylum? Probably. Almost certainly. At least unless they're, if they're not the actual Asylum. I'm going to say, I'm going to guess level. three of them are Asylum pictures. But it's not like Corbin Burnson who did the Christian pivot. Like Chris, Corbin Burnson is in this many movies too, but they're all these weird, very cheap Christian movies. So I don't know. I don't know if they're Christian and cheap, but uh, Lance's are certainly. Cheap. I can't imagine Lance is doing the Christian cheap movies. Hey, you never know what, what hooks people. Uh, so we jump forward in time. We see Pumpkinhead enacting some vengeance. The family's like hiding out. The guys. They're kind of the teasing the yeah. mystery that like yeah. Pumpkinhead comes after someone specific. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, and then the family won't let him in. The guys, you know, we hear the guy die. The big problem I have with this movie, and it's like kind of a creature feature and kind of a slasher movie, mm-hmm. but the the kills the kills are boring for the most part. They are. I will say this is there's only like thirty percent shade in this comment. This movie feels like a bunch of VFX people got together and were like, we should make our own movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just feels like that. There's something very similar in the modern era. And actually, now that I'm saying this out loud, Lance Hendrickson might also be in this movie. So I might have to check this. But when, when they made the the Thing remake, mm-hmm. there was like a really cool bunch of special effects. They made, you know, practicals and stuff. Oh, I remember. I've seen this video like, of the, here's the test of the Thing of the, the thing on the hel- helicopter. And these practicals look amazing. And they're like, now watch yeah. what we did do it. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would truly like, you know, forget your Snyder cuts or whatever. I would love to see the original, you know, sloppy, not finished effects version of of this because it is, it is excellent looking in all the behind the scenes stuff. And I, I can only think Lance Henderson is in this other movie. I just checked. That's very funny. So anyway, all those effects folks who had done these cool effects for. Uh, the thing and didn't get to use them because they CGI'd over them all. They were basically like, you just want to make our own movie. And so they made this, this oh. movie that's like a cheap version of the thing called Harbinger down. Um, that has a lot. Now, are they exactly the same alien prop or the thing props? Probably not for a bunch of reasons, but it's like, well, we got this mold and if we just do a little more, sco- you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's like, you know, legally distinct from, but similar to uh, real creatures designs. And it's like a kind of slapdash movie where it's like, hey, we have some cool effects. We're just kind of stringing a movie around them. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's worth it from that perspective. If only you're one of the two of us who is like, oh, I want to see what those effects really look like. Although there are a lot of dum-dums on the internet that think the CGI stuff looks better. Yeah. I like mean, when, you know, like in the, the, the garbage remake of Nightmare on Elm Street from like 20 years ago or whatever. They, uh, yeah, they did the great, the one with, uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So the original had the great sequence where like, it was a spandex, a wall made of spandex, but you didn't know that. So Freddie could like push his face through and it looked amazing. And then in the remake, they like did this CGI bullshit where he like glooped out of the wall and like yeah, yeah. the number of people that are like, uh, the original looks bad. The new one looks better. I'm like, you're just wrong. I don't. <laughs> I generally don't like to be like that, but like that opinion is wrong. I'm not like a full CGI is the devil person. I think most of the time, like I think pretty much any big movie you watch these days has a bunch of CGI stuff in it. You don't even recognize. Yeah, like, it's best when it stuff. augments. I find. And and beyond that, I think it's best when someone takes care and starts out from the beginning and like designs a thing and executes a thing in much the same way that they would do with a practical effect where you're sort of considering 
the limitations of what you have as opposed to being like, oh, I can do anything because it's computers. It's like, well, no, because mm-hmm. there's like a limit to what we can take care of that looks good. So I think that's a big part of it to me. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, also starring Lance Henderson, uh, creature feature there. But I think it's a good point that what you say is like, this is largely, you know, effects driven with like exactly enough story to hang around it. Lance is the only good actor in this movie. Everybody else is like, the kid's not bad. Local talent. Actually, you're right. The little kid is good. I should. I should. I was very bummed that I was like, we didn't get more of him. Yeah, the kid. And and what's crazy is the two of them have such a sweet relationship. I like. We didn't. It felt like in Big when I was like, you don't need to show me how sad he is alone in his apartment. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't need to build up this much how good of a father he is because, like, yeah, you don't often in cinema see um a a father and a young son bonding just because. Yeah. The relationship tends to read as like feminine and and yes. men yeah. won't be feminine. So like yeah. Yeah. they just generally will just put a daughter in there because then Yeah. you know, neckbeards will be like, Oh, I would that makes sense why he would be mad was opposed like for some reason <laughs> having a young son yeah, people yeah. Do, like it doesn't click. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was a whole thing in there's a video game, Bioshock Infinite, where the main character was originally going to be a six year old boy, like the the he's not the main character the one you have to have to like do the escort mission for for the whole game yeah yeah and they were like no let's make it a girl but now we have to make them older so if it's a boy it has to be young to be in peril if it's a girl it has to be right. older to be in peril it's like this whole yeah, yeah. nonsense yeah. we have yeah i mean it's yeah it's, it's society is dumb i'm bad i don't know what you want me to say i can't defend. we are we are dumb and bad um, because I was like, oh, this is like very lovely and refreshing to see that they have this like very yeah. friendly, loving relationship. Yeah. And like, you know, this is 88, 89 in ballpark, I think. So not to keep referencing Stone Cold this whole podcast, I promise I won't keep doing that. But that movie is in 91 and Lance Hendrickson is like fully insane. Like behind the, the, the making of that movie, he was like a lunatic. And this is just a few years before it. And he's like very clearly worked his ass off with this kid to have this relationship be good and, yeah. and real and sweet. Um, uh, yeah, I just it's shocking how how nice this is. And and the he's a single dad and the mom died like he, it's like all this is great that like this this segment of the movie works tremendously and then it like goes away from this goes to a lot of the kids the kids all suck or teens not kids yeah. or 20 somethings whatever they are supposed to be and that that's rough and then yeah so it's just it's like it's almost really good like uh, frankly I wish you so would just make a movie about this father and son trying their best yeah. Yeah, yeah, or, or like you can like you can do the pumpkin head thing, but like I don't know, give me give me more zombie kid or something. Yeah, we got to do something. Yeah, well, that, then I guess so, you're just doing Pet Cemetery. So you're pitching Pet yeah, Cemetery. Yeah, I'm yeah. pitching. No, uh, no, 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 no. I, what's the I, the Will Smith I, I, movie with his kid from? You're pitching Seven Pounds. I'm pitching or, Seven. No, uh, Happiness Pursuit. Of I'm happiness, pitching Pursuit. I thought it was Seven Pounds. Well, I'm pitching Pursuit yeah, of Happiness. Yeah. You are pitching Pet Cemetery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I. I, I uh, it doesn't need to be an actual zombie kid. It could just be like where the kid, like the the best scene of the movie where the kid, he's dead and then talks to him for a second and lands his head. Like I would have been fine with more of those. Yeah. But uh, also I want to point out here. So Lance Anderson's a farmer and he's, you know, farming, whatever he's farming. And he, you know, goes to get his son and is like, oh, come on, we got to go, uh, you, know, you know, take the vegetables to the market or whatever. And uh, Lance is shirtless here, 48 years old Ooh. in 1988, like a whiskey and cigarettes, 48 years old. This is an impressive looking guy. Yeah. I got to say. It's pretty there's good. No, there's, there's no creatine, HGH, horse hormones pumping through this man. No injections. Yeah. Uh, but he, so he, 
he is like, all right, come on, wash up. I have to point this scene out in great detail because it's insane to me. So he's like, come on. And he like takes the kid inside and he starts, he starts washing his hands. This is like really tender thing that they're doing. And it's, it's a really sweet scene. And like that he's doing this for his son is, is really nice. But then he says, grandma would wash my hands. Her, her skin was like tissue paper. It felt so good. And I was like, tissue paper. I've, I've held, I mean, I've held hands with old folks and oftentimes their skin does feel really thin. And like, I, I could see the description of tissue paper being like very accurate for, you know, our, you know, I, our grandparents, you know, had their hands, the skin was very papery. And like, I've heard that before, but like, I don't think of it as like particularly pleasant. Well, I like, think it's not unpleasant. Well, I think there, there were some, there are some older people that just have like, it's thin, but it's a very soft hand. I wouldn't describe oh, sure. those people as having like tissue. Like, there's a there's yeah. got to be a word for it. Yeah. Okay. Because all the what I have experienced, like holding the hand of an older person whose skin feels papery, like t- thin. You, that your I mean, your skin literally thins. That's that's what happens yeah. when you get older. And it's like I don't think it's unpleasant to hold that person's hand, but he is like acting like oh maybe like silk, I, like a thin. Yeah, yeah, silk would be would be the way I would say instead of. I guess paper. either way, it's not weird. It's it's kind of weird, but yeah, I was I was just I literally had to pause the movie and be like, "What did he say?" and back it up again. It's like it felt so good. It did. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> describe that as tissue paper if it felt good. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we cut to the teens. Some irresponsible are, teens. Are they are they teens or are they twenty something? I don't know what they're supposed here. to be. They're renting a cabin, so I guess they're supposed to be twenty somethings. Sure, I guess because teens don't rent a cabin. You, I mean, who? What insane person would? Well, rent a but cabin can't, can't like parents rent it for them? Yeah, like, was it senior I, week? I think they're supposed like to be college st- students. Yeah, I guess. I guess I. I felt like they were college students. Whatever. Um, but we have a couple cars. We're sort of caravanning, and this one dude starts to do a Stallone impression that I think is worse than our very bad yeah. Sylvester Stallone's impression. It's truly mind-boggling that this is in the movie. Yeah, not good. The other thing that it's it, it it's well sub. Oh, Adrian, what are you what, what are you doing? It's like mind-boggling that's in the movie. I also like normally in this this kind of movie, all of the teens are awful. Yes. Or there's two nice teens and they survive till the end. Maybe they die at the end, but they last till the end. And this movie yes, yes. does neither of those things. And it's strange. This movie, lets the, this movie lets the worst teen live the longest. Well, not the longest, but pretty long. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. The, he doesn't, he doesn't survive. He's the last one to die though. Yeah. Cause I think. Doesn't he die at the very he end? He does. But does the other boy the other die? Two? I thought there are two survivors, and I thought he dies last. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, Maybe it's I'm wrong. Leather Jacket, the girl, and then there's another yeah. guy, and he lives, I think. Okay. I thought the guy who did the killing- Leather Jacket. The one that we're talking about. Yeah, I thought he died. He does die. Did not die? Okay. But then there's- My, I, my memory is he dies. But then there's, then there's two like left. Letter, there's blonde guy and girl both live. She, oh, he, I couldn't remember if he lived too. Yeah, I think he does. Uh, very good characters uh, descriptions in this movie and names. They are basically faceless. I wrote some names down, but like, yeah, God damn. But it's just so strange that like the aggressive leather jacket murderer, yeah, isn't the first one killed in every other so, movie that I've seen like this. He's the first to die. So I think this and but buckle up, folks, because we're we're getting on the roller coaster here. But like, click click click. This movie actually does 
try to do something really interesting, which is to sort of ruminate on the power of grief and also the the way that vengeance doesn't actually fulfill you, despite the fact that you want it to, mm-hmm. which I think is a very interesting idea. I that's agree. Like, that's a, it's a really interesting thing to do in, a, in any movie, but particularly in a movie like this where you're like, all right, it's just kind of a dumb slasher. And it's like, well, yeah, but also we're doing this like really interesting topic does the movie do it a good job of it no not really and i can't imagine the sequels do it oh i yeah i bet that's thrown right in the trash but lance hendrickson is like trying to bring like i could see why where in reading the script he was like oh this is interesting i want to like this is a thing i get to do that i maybe don't normally get to do in the stuff i play so i think there's a way that it's like oh, this guy lives so long to watch all of his friends die because that's the torture is like he gets to watch them all get picked off one by one. But this actor is not good enough to carry that out. No. So it's like the movie wants to do this well, and the person can't carry the load. Frankly, I I think using what you're describing, I don't really want that to be for Leather Jacket. I would rather that be for Lance Henriksen. That Well, Lance Henriksen is getting it, but I'm saying like, but it, Lance Henriksen is getting the emptiness of vengeance. And this guy is getting like, Oh, the worst torture is that not only am I going to die, but I'm going to watch all my friends die first. I guess I don't know. That didn't, doesn't seem super. That's what I was trying to say. So I I wanted to clarify. It would need to be clearer, but I like, I think the idea that like Lance Henriksen's like grief stricken, like full on Scarlet, Witch. I'm going to, I'm going to get revenge. And then Pumpkinhead kills the, the one who killed his son. He's like, I got my revenge. And then Pumpkinhead just keeps going. And he's like, oh, that's a really interesting idea too. And, yeah. and he's like, well, wait a minute, hang on, that's not the. And, and Pumpkinhead's like, well, they're all these involved. three did the bad thing, and those three didn't. Yeah, yeah. Really, just the one did the bad thing. The other two, the other, the the guy does tell them all to leave. Yeah. So like, so Leather Jacket, obviously the worst. His yeah. girlfriend's pretty complicit, although she's yes. clearly an abuse victim. So like, there's wiggle yeah, room. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Hard to get too mad about that. There's wiggle room. Um, because the other two get to the cabin and then immediately are like, "Where's the phone? We're calling for help. That's why we came here." That's true. So I just I want to give them a little bit of an. That's fair. You know, there there is that because there it's it's nineteen eighty eight. There is no other option. This is the choice. There's the the phone plugs into the wall and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like one kid stays, the other two try to go get help. Because Lance Henriksen keeps going, they hit him and left him for dead, and I was like, they didn't though. Yeah, like the kid definitely stayed there. The, I I do have a quick. We should just go through this instead of. I mean, we're gonna get there in three way. seconds. This we're about yeah. to kill this kid. But I just the the dude not getting up and being like waving his arms like help help yeah. help when he sees the truck was insane. And then not saying any words. No, no. He just like half waves as if like you saw a friend across the bar that you don't know if you actually know them. Yeah. Is the wave he gave. And there were no yeah, words of like half hearted. There was an accident, something happened. He just sits there quietly. Yeah. And when Lance Hendrickson picks up his dead kid, the guy's like, It was an accident. We didn't know. And I was like, You need to so come I in cooler. I actually think the kid's not dead yet. Well, I mean, he's not doing great. He's he's basically dead, but I think he's not dead yet at this point. I, I'm, it's a real Monty Python distinction. Yeah, I know he I has two hit points it. left, but like... <laughs> he does have two hit points, and it's like poison damage, so they're like going yeah, down. His, his health like, bar is blinking and yelling at you as a, as a video game <laughs> yeah. player to, to take a fucking yeah. potion. Yeah, exactly. 
You start just start smashing barrels, looking for uh, food inside. There. Swinging through the swinging a, a blade through the grass to try and find anything. Yes. Yeah. So, all right, Lance Anderson and his son, they take the vegetables to the store that they own. They stock up the vegetables. It's a cute it's little, like a little general you, store. You could pretty much set this little montage to that Matilda pancake song. Sure, yeah. On the way. Like, you could fully. <laughs> on the way, yeah. You could f- fully. Is that what it's called? <laughs> on my way is the name of the song. On my way, yeah. That, that's what the guy is saying that sounds like on my way. Yeah. You could fully set this, this like, montage of getting the story to that song. In like yeah, a much sure. different yeah. movie. <laughs> Excuse me, it's send me on my way. I don't want to. I don't save the tweets. Oh. It's send me on my way. Uh, yeah, no, you could absolutely. Somebody, somebody could cut that together. Of like, you know, honestly, I, I would uh, like to reach out my. If this movie answer, was like, more putting, popular, putting this would have gotten one of those twisted edits, like the Jaws like is a romantic comedy. Oh sure, sure. Mary Poppins is a horror movie. Like this movie yeah. would have fully gotten yeah. one of those. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're stacking the veggies. And then the kid is outside with their with the family dog. Who was in Gremlins? Teens... Oh, that's the dog is from Gremlins. Yes, yes, I have that written down too. Uh, a well-known dog actor. Uh, so these 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 twenty-somethings college kids pull up, and is it Leather Jacket who does this? He's like, "What a dumb looking." Yeah, kid. immediately like, is like <laughs> insulting so an actual child. And it's like the the kid has big thick Coke bottle glasses. Which hey, if you're characterizing a kid for a movie and you're like you're you're the costume design and you want this kid to be sympathetic, give him some big old spectacles, uh-huh. baby. And he you know and this kid is like just sitting there petting his dog and they're like, oh, what a dumb looker! You got thick enough glasses there, you do not. Hey, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why are <laughs> any of you friends with doing? him? Yeah. yeah, and he also seems four years older than everyone else, which is not that I, weird. I think like, they just might be casting. I don't think that's intentional. Yeah, well, it's it made me think of like in my head canon again. This movie is not from the movie. They're all college students, and he's like a townie, and the girl like he started hitting on the oh. girl. And he like negged her enough that she was like, "Oh, you're right. I am a dumb nineteen year old." He's like, "Yeah, you got to go home with somebody like me." Who got a job at the factory? The you Sparks know, like factory. That, that, yeah, I make sparks for a living. What do you do, college toots? You know, and that's that's the headcanon I have. And so we pull up and like we're getting supplies for our cabin weekend. Which so alleged- is a funny funny thing that always happens in these movies, like any cabin in the woodsy movie, they're always like, "Oh, we got to pull up for supplies." And it's like, why don't you buy the snacks before you left? Like they're always buying beer. We're at stopping the store at right the, before. Well, anytime my boyfriend and I go anywhere, we go to the Wawa half a mile from our house to get the snacks and the food in order to continue the trip. Like what there, but if you, I'm saying that's, that's exactly right for like a road trippy situation. I'm saying it's like, you guys have rented a place for the weekend. You go to the grocery store and buy the food and the beer and whatever you want to do, like whatever you're drinking, you know, beer generically for whatever you're drinking, alcohol. And they're always like, they go to this guy, Lance Hendricks store and like, you got any boot beer and the guy, and you got any alcohol. And he's like, no, no beer. And I'm like, well, then do you not have beer? That's a bad weekend. Yeah. It's always, it's always, but also it always happens. They're like, let's stop two miles from where we're going. And you're like, well, yeah, yeah. hang on, get yeah. there first. Sure. Cause they explicitly say, Oh, we're just a few miles from the cabin. Let's stop here for some stuff real quick. And then leather yeah. jackets like, wait, well, I'm going to pull out the, 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 what, are they dirt bikes? Dirt bike. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to pull out my dirt bike and start riding. And I'm like, you are apparently maybe 10 minutes from your destination. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. So and then another guy pulls out a dirt bike and they start doing like dirt bike jumps on these hills. Calm down, Brink. Meanwhile, 
<laughs> meanwhile, a pickup truck pulls up and out comes George Buck Flower, who I think has been in the most most movies ever the most appearances. I think he has the most appearances on our podcast. I'm going to rattle this off for you. Back to the Future 1 and 2, They Live, Mac and Me, Escape from New York, and The Fog. He's been in six movies we covered. What was he in Back to the Future? He's the bum sleeping on the bench that oh. gets woken up by Marty McFly and then woken up by Doc Brown. Okay. He plays a lot of... Uh, Apparently, that's his. That was, I read on the line that that was his type. Yeah, yeah. I think he also plays a guy sleeping on a bench in Mac and Me. If I were, it's been a long time. I don't I remember that, that there were any true. men sleeping on benches in that movie. It's kind of a sp- feels like a suburban town. Okay, I I was picturing like the shootout at the McDonald's having a George Buck Flowers sleeping on a bench. Was there a shootout? I remember there was a dance. You don't remember the shootout at the McDonald's? There's a dance the scene kid at the gets McDonald's. Killed. Remember, I showed you the alternate edit. It's a real scene they shot for the movie. It's not like a fan thing. The kid in the wheelchair gets shot by the police and revived by the Mac family. Oh, right. Version of the movie. There's like a genuine police shootout in that. That's right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wild. But uh, in other other news, one of his children is played by Mayim Bialik. Host Mayim Bialik, and I I. Didn't catch it at the time, but I went back and looked, and it's definitely recognizably her. Oh yeah, is she the official host of Jeopardy now? Uh, there are two hosts of Jeopardy. She is one of. Them. They just decided to do two because I remember for a while they're like, "We're gonna pick one," and they're like, "We're just gonna one do two. One of them two. hosts. One of them hosts like specialty stuff in primetime games, and the other one hosts like the regular syndicated Jeopardy. Okay, I don't know the breakdown, but like one of the them college. One of them is one of them is is what's his face? Ken Jenner. Thank you. I was like, it's. I was like yeah. Chris Jenner. I was like, that's not correct. Nope. Uh, so we get uh, some real extended dirt bike time fill uh, as oh boy. we get the Pumpkinhead origin story and a song. It's like a rhyme. Like a nursery it's like rhyme. a nursery rhyme yeah, more yeah. than a song. Like a like a jump rope. You know, yeah. One, two, Freddy's come for you kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it is. It is a lot of back and forth with the, the destitute, dirty scene. children. Oh, yes, but also just, like, the dirt bikes is, like, yang, yang, they're jumping and jumping. It's all, you know, stunt people doing this. And uh, the dog gets closer and closer to the dirt bikes. I'm like, oh, okay, they kill the dog. I, I had no idea what this movie is. Like, oh, I, you I had no, you didn't even. No idea. So You didn't know it was going to go the, full Pet Cemetery. Yeah, so the kid goes, well, I thought it was going to go Pet Cemetery. I thought they was going to kill the dog. And I thought it was going to be, like, a John Wicky, okay, you killed my dog. I'm going to kill your, your teenagers. Um well, Lance and, Henriksen also and, left at this point. He had to go back to the house and get something for uh, George Buck Flower. George Buck Flower. They needed um, like chicken grain feed or some sort of chicken feed. Yeah. So the kid goes wandering across and then gets absolutely smashed by a dirt bike. I could. The not first one it. misses him. Also, yes. The, the dog runs in and is like weaving through the dirt bikes and they don't stop, which like seems yeah. wildly unsafe yeah. to begin with. Even if you don't worry about killing absolutely. a dog, like yeah. you will get hurt. Yeah. And then just fully beefs this kid. Yeah. Just absolutely kills him. And Leather Jacket's like, hey, I can't. They'll fry me. I've been drinking. And I was like, okay, so you broke the law and killed a kid. You should be punished. Yes. Yeah, you should be exactly. very much punished, sir. Also, he's on probation. Well, we don't know that yet. Thing that he did. We don't know that yeah. yet. We find out later he had an accident probably while drinking a few nights ago yeah. and hit a girl and yeah. is on probation. And it's like, hey, yeah. buddy. Um, seems to me like Stop you make driving. you have systemic issues. <laughs> you have a, a, a pointed behavior of issues that you need to fix. Stop driving at minimum, you wanker. Yeah. 
Because, like, I gotta, if this is my friend, quote unquote, I'm like, oh, I'm, okay, then you can walk home. We're leaving you here yeah. and you can hitchhike yeah. home. And if the pumpkin yeah. head gets you, tough tits. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't even know about the pumpkin head, so it's fine. Yeah. A world in which they go home and Pumpkinhead, like Pumpkinhead takes Manhattan, so to speak, I would also be very he goes after like, he just go he he kills uh-huh. Leather Jacket and then goes after uh-huh. them. Yeah, and so Pumpkinhead's like knocking on their apartment door, you know, pizza's here. <laughs> it was just a scene in in Killer Clowns. Yeah, basically. Um, also, I love the design of this the set for this little store. I do it's too. So charming. The and a, son by the door. Is, oh, yeah. looks like it's been painted by the kid and it just like breaks absolutely my heart. yeah but i also that is very cute but i also love right by the front door is a little shelf that says tourist information also handwritten on the wall and it's very clearly like i don't know a pamphlet for dirt or something <laughs> i don't know what the tourist attractions are here maybe there's like a world's largest funny. something sure Sure. I just love the idea of Lance Henderson being like, well, you got to support the community. Here's a, here's a pamphlet for Jim's dirt. <laughs> uh, so the main group leaves. Then the other two, there's three left. And the, the, the one guy who's the, so the heart of this group is like, I'll stay with the kid. You guys go get help. Well, no, four. Too. So Leather Jacket and oh, his girlfriend right. leave. And then the other yes. four, the other two couples stay behind. Because yeah. that's how these movies yes. operate. And then three of them leave, just one guy there. Who, yeah. As we said before, Lance Anderson comes back. His son is dying on the side of this hill, and they don't, like, freak out to try to tell him. He, he, he doesn't, like, away. wave his hand. He doesn't run, sprint over to the truck. Like, nothing. Yeah. He lets him uh, walk inside the general store. He, like, he fully yes, lets he him does. walk inside the store and then yeah, come back out Lance and be like, oh, calling hey, man. out his kid's name and looking for him. Wild. Which, like, maybe that was supposed to show he was a shitty person. I don't know. Maybe it's it's weak to me. Uh, also, this is the point at which I was reading information about Lance Henriksen to, to okay. talk about this movie. He taught himself how to read at age 30. Lance Henriksen? Yes. He didn't know how to read. He was in like a service, uh, like I don't know if it was Merchant Marines or whatever. I didn't write it down. And he auditioned for a play and he got the part. And so he, in order to learn the part he had a friend like read all the lines with him into a tape recorder and he learned the play and then taught himself to read and he learned every part in the play wow that's fascinating yeah bonkers uh but the back to the movie's plot uh that's in the lance hendrickson factual 30 seconds why does you mentioned this kind of before already but why does every group of friends in these movies have a secret murderer in it i don't don't, know they're either all a murderer like they all did it together or like one of them is and like right i gotta be honest i love my friends i can't think of a single one of them that i if i found out they were like a murderer person who was on probation for a lot of drinking and in doing so killed a kid there's not one friend that I'm like, yeah, you can, you're outside. There's the exit. I might still visit them in prison. Well, yeah. Know? I might provide that kind of support, but it's but like. But you're not, no, you, you get out of this cabin. Yeah. I'm not on your team. I'm not helping you cover this up. I've said this many times. Don't call me if you need help hiding a body. I don't, I don't want the burden. I cannot handle it. My boyfriend and I did say while we were watching Yellow Jackets that like, or it was Yellow Jackets or, and, um. Love and Death, that Candy Montgomery show with Elizabeth Olsen, we were like, if either of us does ever kill someone, do not tell the other person because you have plausible deniability if the police ever question you. Yeah. And we're we're like, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, And also, I don't want to help you hide the body. It's too much to bear. 
Well, I mean, that's different. I'm not going to handle it well. I'm crack under the pressure. I'm not capable. I'm just telling you, don't trust me. Didn't we have this conversation already? Yeah, we've had it on the podcast multiple times because I've said it to friends of mine and they always, they're like, well, I know where I stand with you. And I was like, yeah, you do. Everyone stands in the same place. It's just, I'm not helping you with that. I cannot do it. I don't possess the ability. Uh, so Lance delivers the feed to uh, Buckflower and uh, is it, actually, haven't I said Joe Buckflower? You have. It's not but Joe Buckflower. It's George Buckflower. Joe Buck is the football announcer. I've been screwing that up repeatedly. It's George quotes Buckflower. Uh, so he delivers the feed and soon will be delivering vengeance. And uh, Leather Jacket bludgeons his friend with a log. Yes, he hits him square in the temple with a piece of wood. I thought he would have killed him. I did too. It was weird that he didn't die. Uh, and he ke- Did you recognize the boy who helps Lance Hendrickson get the witch information here? No, but he seemed a little... <laughs> well, uh, that's interesting. Andrew's limping his wrist, by yeah. the way. Ding. Uh, Audio medium. Uh, well, we watched another movie in which he played a person whose uh, sexual identity played a part. What? He was the killer in, oh man, Silent Night, Deadly Night 5? Is that what it was? The, the toys? Mickey Rooney was, yeah, he's Pino. Oh, wild. Yeah. He's, yeah. He doesn't have any, any junk, right? Wasn't that it? He like pulls his he's, pants isn't down. Isn't he a robot? Yeah, he pulls his pants down and he's like got no junk. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm not a real boy. Oh, and then he starts, like, groping her? <laughs> it's an insane movie. It's a bonkers movie. Was it Silent Night, Deadly Night? I, uh, was I th- that the right franchise? I think so. It is something part five. I'm pretty sure it's a Silent Night. It. Okay. Uh, gross. Yeah, that's that's Pino. <laughs> it is gross. So he goes to Lance Henriksen, and he's like, look, I know I know what you're looking for, the old witch. Oh, because Lance Henriksen goes to the, the Appalachian, like, f- like f- dirt farmhouse. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, the dirt farm. Are they in Appalachia? It feels uh, Appalachian, and I don't know it why. It does feel like Appalachia, but I don't know that it's ever specified where this takes place. Um, he's like, hey, I need to find the old woods witch. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Get out. And Pino's like, I know where the witch is. Got any cash? Oh, oh that's what I was saying. Leather Jacket is like, I'm not going to jail for an accident. I'm like, sounds like it's been a few accidents, my buddy. My brother <laughs> yeah, in Christ. Exactly. Pretty sure it's been more than one. <laughs> It's not an accident. The accident was hitting the kid. The crime was covering up and no, leaving No, it's an scene. accident when you do it once. If you also did this three nights ago, this, that's fair. it's not an accident anymore. That's fair. That's fair. And but yeah, Lance keeps saying they left him. Uh, they like left his yeah. kid. I'm like, I can't. They didn't. They didn't yeah. do as much as they yeah. could have, but they didn't leave him. Right. I also, it's like, I don't know that they didn't do as much as they could have because two of them try to go call for help. There's well, not no, a lot they, of options. They also, he also could have sprinted over to him as soon as he saw his truck. Like, yeah, that's fair. That's I'm not saying yes, that there's like fair. it would have saved his life, but like, yeah, it would have. I mean, it would have saved. It could have saved the the guy's life. Right. Yeah. It might have. Um, it might have. But so they for some reason they call the bog witch haggis. And I was like, yeah. she should have an accent I then. St- I couldn't stop laughing at the fact that she's named Haggis. Like, what the hell? It's a food. That's a Scottish food. What are we doing here? This is the old witch uh, calzone. Like, yeah, exactly. What? <laughs> it's an old witch meatloaf. Yeah, like, what are we doing? But she looks like a cross between Henrietta from Evil Dead 2 and Texas sure. Chainsaw Grandpa. 
I also think she looks a little bit like the old crone in uh, Sam Raimi. Dragon Hell. Hell. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I love her. She's great. Incredible makeup. Yeah, it rules. This is so good. I I would love to see, like, the the, uh, behind the scenes of them putting it on her and, like, watching her see herself in the mirror and be like, oh, I get it now. Here's who I am. Yeah. Here's the voice. Here's the me. For sure. For sure. Yeah, she Lance brings the dead boy in, and she's like, raising the dead ain't in my power. And he's like, no, I want vengeance. I want punk ahead. Yeah, and she's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. He's like, all right. Well, she makes him say it. Out. He's like, I, I saw him. I saw it when I was younger. I need it. But she, 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 her way of being like later in the movie when Lance is like, oh, this is bad. Stop it. She's like, I warned you. And I'm like, did you though? Because you just do like, you do like the thing when someone's clicking through the terms and conditions and it's like, accept and continue. And they're like, we know you didn't read it. You at least have to scroll. You have to scroll to the bottom. Scroll list. Yeah. And it's like, you did the bare minimum. I feel like. Because you said there's a terrible price and you didn't say what the price was. Right. Right. Saying you will literally experience all of these deaths through the eyes of Pumpkinhead is a little different. Yeah. It's like, and and again, to my point earlier, like, that's a cool thing for a movie like this to be like, oh, you wanted no blood on your hands, but you wanted vengeance. Well, guess what? There's no way to do that. You're still going to. Well, you don't have blood on your hands, but you have to watch it. Right. Right. You have a stain on your soul then, I suppose. Yeah. Like Like, that's cool. I like that. Uh, he gets a video game mission. <laughs> yes, yeah, side quest. Like I can fully see the 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 box appear on screen. That's like you have a shovel. Bogwitch yeah. gave you a shovel. Yeah, yeah. And shovels and all caps. Arrow pointing to the uh, pointing to the graveyard. Yeah, you could follow the 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 plum bob. It's actually, it, it would be like little ghostly pumpkins that marked the path you were like running through them. Yes. Oh my god. Because she's like, you have to go to the graveyard. The like. The graveyard for people that no one wanted in society. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. so I'm thinking non-white people, non-straight people, yeah. non-Christian yeah. people. Yeah. Feels about right. The disabled. People with, yeah, I was going to say people with any sort of disability. Also, this graveyard is insane. It looks cool as hell. It's also, though, what, it's like three yards from her house? She right. makes it sound like right. he has to, like, go there. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I thought this man was climbing a mountain like in Pet Cemetery. Like he's gonna have it's to like be, no, like, go in my backyard and dig up yeah. my hydrangeas. But it's like there's all this fog and there's all these like rotted out pumpkins, and then in the middle of it is this column of dirt that's like six feet high. And I was like, what is that thing? I've never seen that in my life. Well, especially because he goes, which grave is it? And she goes, you'll know. And I'm like, okay, you'll know. Yes, you'll know. But because it's the only grave and it's six feet yeah. in the air in the middle of the pumpkin patch. <laughs> well, you see, it's like a vertical uh, tube. It's, you ever play Super Mario Brothers? It's kind of like... It looks like Zordon's now. tube. <laughs> you you climb up there, you'll dig them up, and then it'll be like, root, 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 and you'll have the pumpkin head. Also, all the gross pumpkins look like alien and gremlin eggs. They do. So he digs up Pumpkinhead, who looks like kind of a young child, which I thought would be a very yes. interesting twist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and to quote and the mummy, instead... he's still juicy. <laughs> he's still juicy. 
Uh, so Lance takes him back to the witch, who, by the way, told him to leave the dead kid with her, and that's never explained, other than just, like, plot purposes of, like, Lance isn't carrying the dead kid all over the place. Yeah, well, I, I guess it's because she was like, you can leave him because you're just going to my backyard. <laughs> or I like the idea of your video game thing of, like, you don't have enough room in your inventory. <laughs> your inventory's too full! The shovel and takes up all of the space in your inventory. Shovel. Yeah, and then when you get Pumpkinhead, you just drop it there. So it's like, well, you've got to leave the boy with me, and then you get Pumpkinhead, and then after you pump, pump, do Pumpkinhead, you have to go back and get the shovel and bring it back to me, because I need it still. Oh, my God. It's so, my only shovel. I got to put in my rutabagas. So we cut back to um, the... It's the only way I can crush Eye of Newt. <laughs> Seems like a very inefficient way to do that, ma'am. I have a big flat stone, and I put the newt eyes on it, and then I smash it with a shovel. <laughs> so, we cut back to the teens. One more shovel bit! <laughs> I was waiting for it! <laughs> I know, I didn't have one. I just, I, I was <clears throat> desperately trying to think of one, and I couldn't. So, two of the two nice teens are, lo- like... Locked in the closet by way of, like, a two-by-four against the door. And uh, Tracy, I think is her name? Yes. Go. Set, that's right. She goes, if we get out of here, Leather Jacket's going to carry his balls home in a knapsack. And then the guy who's in there with her is like, whoa, remind me never to piss you off. And I'm like, are you not also mad? <laughs> yeah, right? There's like, a weird bro code just, that, like... This is just bros being bros, like, you know? No, I'm kicking down this door... And I am eating your face. Sometimes you you commit a murder and then you cover it up and you hit your friend in the head with a log. It's just bro code. Yeah. I'm like, you were the one that was hit on the head. Shouldn't you be the most mad? <laughs> right. You have a concussion. Maybe that's what that's, it is. There it is. He needs to be put in the concussion protocol so they can examine him better. Uh, also, we didn't talk about the reanimation of Pumpkinhead with the witchy. Well, that happens next. But... Oh, okay. But I, this is incredibly cool. It's so effects. good. Except dead bodies don't bleed. She stabs the kid to get some blood, and I was like, dead bodies don't b- don't bleed. Well, there's still blood in them. Yeah, but it doesn't pump. There's nothing to pump the but blood. Isn't the kid's arm dangling down? I thought this was... It doesn't look... It looks like he's flat on the bed, from my perspective. <laughs> you couldn't see it, but just off screen, I was doing CPR. So it's like <laughs> I, I cut him, and then I was pumping it out. She also cuts them both on the top of their hand, not the palm yes. like you see in every yeah. other thing. And I was like, this is yeah. different. Yeah. Also an inconvenient place to have a cut, but yeah. different at least. Also, sometimes when I do this ritual, I like to flap one of their arm, to flap the other arm. So it's like I'm pumping it like I'm like, oh, look, look at me. Look, I'm pumping the blood. I'm pumping the blood. And it goes. <laughs> You sound like Adam Sandler doing a character. <laughs> She's. I was trying to get to a Scottish witch. This is the best I got. Okay. You can't uh, think of the also, the witch in uh, Brave. Woodcarver. Well, I, I didn't want to go like full Merida. <laughs> I thought our Scottish listeners would be highly offended. I mean, they probably will be. Um, but it's it it feels almost on par with American Werewolf in London in terms of like yeah reveal transformation things, although werewolf is a lot cooler because it's oh yeah brighter and more there's more of it but and it's an alive character so that he's like screaming as it happens which yeah i feel like really adds to it um the other thing i thought was cool and looking up some about the movie is 
obviously Stan Winston, one of the most famous special effects people of all time. If you don't know him, he did the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. I mean, Terminator, Terminator. The, pretty much any great special effects movie. In the, was he Death Becomes Her too, or was that ILM? One of the people on this, the guy in the suit, the pumpkin head suit, mm-hmm. the actual physical performer was the stunt was. The guy who did the performance in the suit was the effects guy, and he won an Academy Award for Death Becomes Her. Oh, okay, cool. So I don't know if he spun his own studio off or that was Stan Winston or not, but that, that that's I would imagine he was part of Stan Winston's studio if they were. Well, it's possible that he eventually spun off his own thing and had his own studio. I don't. Mm. I just don't know. But um, what I thought was really interesting on this is like a lot of times somebody who's famous for one thing and then ends up doing another job on the movie sort of ends up sort of de facto doing their old job. And Stan Winston very early in the process, apparently went to his, I'm not, this is not like a word for word quote, of course, but he basically went to the team and was like, here's the designs we worked on. You guys do it. Like I, I got to make the movie. I got other shit to do. Mm -hmm. So he, he, he was like involved of course, but not as hands on with the actual creature, which I thought was interesting because you'd think he would be like, Oh, well I know how to do this. So let me do it. Yeah. And uh, so Pumpkinhead is arisen. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got. He looks kind of like. Well, I guess this character looks like Pumpkinhead. That you've seen. Cor- we watched Coraline together, right? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. He looks like the other mother when she becomes her like spindly like robot spider form. She's oh, got those sure. like haunches yeah, yeah. shoulders. Yeah, yeah. So he he like revives and then you know starts going after the kids or the teens or the t- whatever the hell they are the, the bad guys <laughs> the 30 year olds who look who are who are 18 yeah um there's kind of like an evil dead moment as um the so apparently Pumpkinhead whispers that girl's name to bring her outside i didn't hear that did you i didn't hear that either no no but wikipedia there's also says like a that sort of thing oh interesting i there was kind of like a Kind of mm-hmm. thing happening, so maybe that maybe if you have headphones on, it sounds like her name. Maybe, but there's kind of an Evil Dead here thing where like the the woman gets revived with the cross, kind of like when Ash's girlfriend gets revived with the necklace. Oh yeah, because she's like kind of catatonically walking. Yeah, yeah. And then the nice brother gets got first. I, shocked by this, I could not believe the first one to go was the the most helpful of the bunch. Mm-hmm. And then, um. The next, or at least, if not the most helpful, the most responsibility taking of the bunch. Yeah, it's like him and Tracy are the two that are like yeah. really doing stuff. And so the cross girl runs back to the house, and leather jacket's like, "We're gonna go." And he grabs the gun, and he and Blondie, I mean blonde boy, go out. And he's like, "If they even touch my brother, I'll kill them." And I'm like, "That's pretty strong words for a man who can probably get charged with murder." Like, absolutely. I think yeah. at this point, the 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 uh, the prosecutor prosecutor could make a pretty strong case that like this is this is probably murder not manslaughter at this point because you've had several choices and several chances yeah Yeah. and this is the first time lance like has pumpkin vision and like watches this murder happen so it's like oh shit every time something happens he's he's feeling it as well as seeing it it's again very video game when like your character is linked to someone uh and Pumpkinhead then kills Maggie. Well, first a cross on her. Everyone's like, "Where's Steve? Where's Steve?" And she walks out and like fully just like flops into Steve's dead body. And I was like, "Found Steve." <laughs> yeah, and I I love that Pumpkinhead draws a cross on her forehead. I, I so like maybe this is like in line with why I have trouble watching um, Final Destination movies, but like mm-hmm. it feels like this girl got. It, 
it kind of got the uh, the assistant in Jurassic World treatment. Yeah. I was like, this girl didn't do anything wrong. She was yeah. traumatized by what happened in the catatonia. Uh-huh. Is that the word? Catatonic state, I think, is what I would say, but you may be correct. I'm not sure. sure. And, like, kind of gets this, like, very aggressive, like... Sure. He gets a villain death. <sighs> yeah, she he, like, carves the cross into her forehead, and I was like, uh-huh. how does Pumpkin even know she likes a cross? Like, I know right. she has a necklace. Well, I think she's wearing it, yeah. But, like, it's not like she's, like... If she was, like, holding it and, like, Praying. saying the Lord's Prayer or something... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does that, and then, like, walks her back to the... The cabin and like smushes her face against the glass. Yeah, it's really gnarly. And like I thought, I wrote that uh, literally the exact word too that I wrote. I thought it was going to be like he's using her to lure them out. Like yes, like it, I think it happens in like Jeepers I... Creeper or no, it's um one of the Friday the Thirteenth where like he like hurts someone to try and lure someone out to like save their friend. Yeah, I thought that he was puppeting her i did too for a second which like also wild like he like reached into her and i was like holy shit so uh at this point two murders into the potential six total right is it six there's six of them yeah three couples lance is like well oh no three murders in because the kid well well, i'm saying lance has witnessed two murders okay yes as the pumpkin head is like, oh no, we have to stop this. So he goes and like demands over the witch. And it's like, come on, Lance. Like, I I know this is a movie and whatever, but like, she's a bog witch. Work. Like, what you're do you cursed. think she's doing? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're cursed, man. That's, that's, you got to deal with the consequences. Uh, so Leather Jacket tries to like offer himself up to the, to pumpkin head and pumpkin head steals his girlfriend. And I love her boots. It's got some yeah. real, like they're white leather fringe boots very into this and uh climbs her up like a telephone fucking pole and drops her onto a rock like yeah this is the best death in the movie and it's it's one i thought would be gnarlier but isn't yeah but again like she's not why is it just feels strange that all these other people died before him and yeah it didn't feel like it was presented in a way to be traumatizing for leather jacket right right well, also, it's like, I don't think Leather Jacket, the character, is capable of feeling the traumatic experience that you and I are describing, as which is, I think, a big part of this. Well, kind of, because he's trying to sacrifice himself. Yeah, I just mean he's an idiot. Once he sees his brother and, and, and Cross Girl are dead, he's like, hey, I'm the one you want, just take me. Yeah. I think Joel, by the way, is the name of the tough guy. I like Leather Jacket. I have that. I have that written here, just just so we're, we're, we're being a little bit more helpful. Uh, also, uh... This is where we get a bunch of close-ups of Pumpkinhead, and he's doing a lot of drooling, which I don't really like. Yeah, they like to it's do too, that. It's too, it's too alien, and but it's like one thing if the whole creature is goopy, which I think Pumpkinhead could be a little more. They, they basically they slather these whole things in lubricant. Yeah, so it's I lube. Could take a, a more, yeah. But they but should have covered the, him in pumpkin guts. Like there should have been sure, some yeah. goops of pumpkin guts hanging off him. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, He's drooling a lot, but it just makes him look like the Xenomorph, because the Xenomorph's always drooling. It does. Like, he he oh, kind of looks like a rejected Xenomorph. He does, he does. It looks like a like one of the Geiger sketches that they were like, this, but a little more, this, that, and that, and they were like, yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Even the way it walks is very Xenomorphy. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, also, Pumpkinhead sounds like cicadas all the time, which is weird. Yes, he does, yeah. Oh, Kim, by the way, is the one we dropped from a tree. Yes, I did write, I love Kim's white fringe leather boots, so... Okay, so I got another character name for you there. 
She's dead, Jim. <laughs> uh, Lance comes, shows up and tries to kill Pumpkinhead. And so this is where I have some umbrage because I like if you're going to do an 86 minute movie for three million dollars, very practical and everything is, you know, tight play by your rules because it is established that Pumpkinhead only kills those he is summoned for and anyone who gets directly in his way. Yes. That's what they say. He, the guy here is like, there's no one that can help you. Pumpkinhead's going to get you and anyone stands in the way, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Then at later, in like 20 minutes or so-ish, Pumpkinhead goes after one of the Dusty kids for no reason, right. and I it just right. drives me nuts. I My thought is like, Pumpkinhead's definition of in my way is just much wider than ours, but it is very weird in the movie, because the kid isn't like attacking him. He's just kind of- The kid is in a separate kids. building. The, but it, he was helping the kids, so I think that maybe is the reasoning. I just like needed a little more clarity. It's tenuous. Because like- Agreed. Literally, the person Pumpkinhead is is summoned to kill is in the barn. This kid is in the house. They're separate buildings, and Pumpkinhead still goes right. into the house for some reason. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, M- mostly so we can see Pumpkinhead in the house. I think. Yeah. Um, I thought Pumpkinhead was gonna shoot the leather jacket guy, and I was like, I don't like, don't do that. Yeah, Pumpkinhead not using a gun is the correct choice. I I wish he never even picked it up, honestly. Yeah, uh, but he like kind of bayonets him with the end of the gun. Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. He does stab him. It's. I like right that. Hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, so that's probably the best kill. Like being stabbed with a gun is probably the best kill. Yeah. And this is where we kind of see that, like, Pumpkinhead is kind of a voodoo doll situation with Lance Henriksen. Yeah. He yeah, like. like what is he hurt? You get hurt. I don't remember how we learn it here, but he like does something with his hand, and Pumpkinhead reacts. I know later he stabs. He gets stabbed with the pitchfork. But at some point here, there is a moment where, like, someone he does something that Pumpkinhead responds to. I just can't remember now. I didn't write it down. I I know exactly the scene you're talking about, but I don't. I didn't write down what it is that. Yeah, it's like right means. after he stabs Leather Jacket. There's some weird like. Right. I am you. Um. Uh. Oh, this is uh, Pino's character's name is Bunt, mm-hmm. which is insane. Uh, but this is where Bunt actually sneaks out of the house because he wants to see this beast and he save the teens. It. Yeah. Uh, so he 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 meets up with the teens. He takes them to a church ruins. It's like he's like, "I'll take you somewhere safe." It's a the hollowed out shell of a burnt church. And I'm like, "There's not even walls, buddy." Right. I think the idea is like, "Oh, consecrated ground. He can't come here." Maybe like, are we doing a? a I mean, because we've seen some other religious imagery in this movie, so it's like, yeah, yeah. There's it's weird that Pumpkinhead has weird reactions to crosses, but it is never once fucking explained. No. Yeah. Well, like that's this is why you need uh, like you know that you we only have eighty four minutes in this movie and four of them are credits so like you could probably bump four minutes into in this movie and not be a problem. Show me Pumpkinhead as like beaten up by a pastor or something, you know, or like maybe not physically beaten, but maybe like a Pumpkinhead comes to church and he's like a person with a you know physical looks weird in some way, you know, whatever that is weird is probably the wrong word to use there, but I'm, we're talking about a fictional character. But like Pumpkinhead is visibly different and the pastor's like, ah, we don't want your kind in yeah, our church. Or like he, as soon as he gave birth, as he as his mother birthed him, the priest was like, no. Yeah. No, that's a spawn of the devil. You've been lying with the devil, or some yeah. Give me some religious bullshit that you do in a horror movie. It's all it's all nuts. We all think it. We all thought they were the first scene took place in the 1600s and not 57. Right, right. right. 
um, Pumpkinhead somehow knows to take the chain off the motorbike and this then laughs about it. This this is way too much. Like g- Pumpkinhead takes that pops the tire, fine. Pumpkinhead like slashes the engine, the- sure. Yeah. Yeah, or you know, or or uh, un, you know, leaks the gasoline like un, jam, like rips out a fuel line. But taking the chain off the bike seems challenging. But then he literally like waves it as a taunt and is like, "Yes," <laughs> and I was like, yeah, "Huh, that's crazy!" Like yeah. maybe like if the T Rex did that, it's hundred percent yes. Or Jaws, like j- the scene where like Jaws pops into the boat. He's got like the bullets from Bernie's gun and swallows them. Yeah, yeah. Or no, just like, you know. oh, yeah. Uh, Tom Woodruff Jr., by the way, is the name of the guy in the pumpkin head suit who won the uh, Academy Award for Death Becomes Her. Okay. Uh, Lance shows up again to try and save the day. Oh, this is Chekhov's uh, flamethrower coming I, up here. I, this, this came up and I went, oh, I fully forgot he had a flamethrower in that first scene. <laughs> he was using a flamethrower for uh, like crop control, like weed killing with, mm-hmm. the, with the thing. And... Uh, it was instead of the one that people normally use for that, which is like kind of attached to a propane tank and just like the handle. It's like the full backpack flamethrower. Like, like, like it, people who went to World War Two and like brought their guns home, but Lance was yeah. the flamethrower guy. <laughs> the flamethrower. Like, yeah, you can take the flamethrower home. Um, so he's like, you two go in the house, Bunt and Tracy, and I'll go to the barn and fix something. And Tracy's like, I'm gonna go to the barn to talk to him. And I'm like, this feels weird, lady. And she's like, you can't call this off. It was an accident. Nobody saw him till it was too late. And I was like, well, I would argue that four of you saw him before it was too yeah. late. And uh, yeah, nobody, nobody yelled like, stop, before you hit yeah, him. He, the little boy ran through you. One friend went, little boy, and tripped. And all of you immediately put, went to help up the, the grown adult. All three yes. of you, instead of being like, hey, there's a little boy running towards the danger. As a dirt bike bears down on him to to just mess him up for kill him. Like stop pretending no one saw it. Like I didn't. Best case scenario, that kid was getting maimed. Yeah, exactly. I love this sequence. So we're hiding in the house. But it's like fully ripped off of Halloween. But is like hiding in the closet. The dog's in the trunk. House. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But the pumpkin head's like you know doing his (laughs) as he walks through the house, and then. Pumpkinhead pretends that he can't see Bunt, so he like looks over where he is and then keeps looking. Well, as if, this like, is why I thought, oh, child. this is to demonstrate that Pumpkinhead won't kill anyone. Yes, yes, because he see- I was like, oh, he sees him and whatever. This is okay. I yeah. don't hate this anymore. And then immediately yeah. they're like, nah, fuck that. He's gonna grab this kid by the throat. And I was like, but yeah. why? Yeah, yeah. It was honestly, it reminds me of like playing hide and seek with a child, where you mm-hmm. just like pretend to look around and they're, they're like ha ha like, I have I'm, I'm gonna buy myself a few more minutes of quiet time yeah exactly like I you're fully visible but if I just walk around the house a couple times it won't matter yeah he just he fully does like a sweep past sweep past looks directly at him ah he like rips the clothes apart it's weird yeah yeah oh yeah he sweeps the clothes like uh like you're trying to get to the back of the closet it's very silly uh, Pumpkinhead's face looks real human now for some reason. Like, yeah, it's it, and Lance is getting pumpkin headier, so it's almost like they're they're like it's merging a in a weird way. Really meet in the middle. Yeah, equilibrium. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the flamethrower doesn't work on Pumpkinhead at all. <laughs> yeah, it does set him on fire, which looks pretty. cool. No, not that doesn't. 
he sets himself on fire at the end. I thought Pumpkin had got like flame burst on him. Didn't at the very, burst? very end. Because she like okay. torches him and when she lets go of the trigger, oh, he's like, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Lance has to kill himself, which is weird. Yeah. He shoots himself with a temple and takes like six steps forward. It's very, very strange. Yeah, it has to get shot again. And that causes Pumpkinhead to collapse and, and burst into flames. Burst into flames. Yes, sorry, I got the detail wrong there. And then the witch buries Lance Henriksen as new Pumpkinhead. Yeah, that part was very weird to me, especially when she went on that whole rant uh, that she was like, "Ah, oh, finally I had to go get my own damn shovel, and now I had to scrunch up all these eyes of Newt and <laughs> I grinded up these wings of bat." It was like a really long extended monologue of this witch direct to camera. I couldn't believe just it. Just staring down the barrel of the camera. <laughs> just filling time. Like, Stan Winston, like, do some effects or something. Just don't have this witch just deliver a monologue to camera. Like, God. Well, she's she is saying, in effect. <laughs> he's just saying children's witch things. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I guess this means Lance Henriksen is the new Pumpkinhead. Which, like, I guess that's how Pumpkinhead works, that you're consumed by the vengeance. Like, that's why you can see Pumpkinhead stuff, and I guess why they were doing Equilibrium, but... Yeah. Again, three minutes worth of dialogue would have been really great. I tried to skim the wikis for three and four to see if we were... That is the thing, like, oh, it's Lance Henderson is now Pumpkinhead. But it seemed like, in again, just skimming them, and, you know, who they don't kill or give a shit about the continuity for movies made for the sci-fi no. channel. But... Um, are they are they sci-fi like, or direct-to-DVD? I think they're sci-fi originals. Okay. I think they're both sci-fi originals. Because um, it's like the peak period of that before it became all Asylum stuff. Like, yeah. when you and I were watching... Well, right around... Like, Back when it was spelled right? Probably... Yeah, yeah, but th- these were like 06 and 07, which I guess is a little after the era we're talking about, but when they were like schlocky, cheap movies, but not all exclusively made by the Asylum. No, yeah, exactly. Sharktopus. Um, oh, that's Asylum, yeah. I think. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, it's like, the, I, the in those, it seems like Lance Henriksen is like the harbinger guy, the old guy who's like, oh, you gotta be careful of Pumpkinhead, and not, <laughs> you know, actually Pumpkinhead. Huh, weird. But again, I have not watched them, and I don't plan to. Yeah, and no, I don't think I will. I mean, anybody is out there out, out there is welcome to do so. But uh, I enjoyed quite a bit of this, but it doesn't really come together as a movie. I feel like. Yeah, I think there's some some loose wheels, some missing parts. But I think yeah. for an 84 minute movie that's usually found somewhere on streaming, it's not yeah. bad. Yeah, it's not right offensive. It's on no, no. Right now it's on Paramount. Okay. I think I saw it on Showtime at the time of recording, but I don't oh, think it's Showtime, not But I don't yeah, think yeah, it will yeah. be there by the time of release. I think Oh, okay. I think okay. it's just the end of September. If I was a betting man, this would be on uh AMC this month. October, oh probably. Is my guess. Or uh, Shudder. I think Shudder and AMC are like yeah, yeah. the same now. Yeah, it's very possible that that, uh, that overlap happens there. So this I feel like this is a movie that was always on the AMC horror, you know. I miss thirty days of fear. Or thirty one was called. I thought it. I thought it had a better name than that. Thirty one days of fear. Maybe? Was it called Fright Fest or something? I thought. It oh, had AMC a name like Fright that. Fest. Yes, it was. That's what it was. Okay. Okay. That's my memory was that it had. I haven't watched face. that shit since college. Back when I had cable that was just built yeah. into the to the everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, fond memories of it. It wouldn't be the same. Although, I, what I do like with uh, speaking of horror stuff, Shutter has the like 
channels that are airing things. Oh, they do that. Okay. Yeah. And so if you have Shutter through Shutter, not through something else, I don't know if it has it on the other, like, Shutter. I think I have it through AMC, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. So AMC includes Shutter content, but I don't know if, anyway, I don't know if it has this, but it's like, it just is playing a movie when you turn it on. And I, there's something nice about that sort of communal experience. I remember last year, the year before flipping it on and it was playing Halloween and it was just like the last 25 minutes of Halloween. And it was just this weird niceness of watching the same thing as a bunch of other people at the same time. Yeah. I've been saying for a while that I wish like Netflix and stuff would do that. I mean, not right now because fuck y'all because of the strike, but like, yeah, just do a channel and then for commercial breaks, just show trailers for your other shit. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want the commercial breaks. <laughs> I don't need that. But I do like the idea of just like streaming content that's just like you turn it on and it's just playing something. Yeah. Free me from the tyranny of choice is what we say in my house. Yeah. 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 I get that. Usually when uh, trying to decide, you know, what to have for dessert, but you know, <laughs> that's an easy choice for me. What well, to watch is like I, the hardest choice ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, but sometimes you want to give your partner the opportunity to be the picker of the dessert. You know, you gotta you gotta trade these things. Because hmm. uh, I would pick ice cream every day. We just do separate desserts. I think that's the beauty of we can have dessert together, and it can be separate desserts. Yeah, I suppose. I, the problem with that would be I would always have ice cream, and then there, my wife would be like, I'd like some ice cream. And I'm like, well, I ate that already. You should have <laughs> had ice cream when I had ice cream. Oh, I, so. I, got a, I found a good new ice cream, by the way. <laughs> we are devolving into madness what? on this podcast. We're almost done. It's very good. It's, the brand is called Jenny's, J-E-N-I, and it's yes, called like, I like Jenny's. Darkest Chocolate. Yeah, I've had that. I was like- I have a scoop shop here. Oh, do that! It tastes it tastes yeah. like something you'd get at like a an, a proper ice cream shop. Yeah, they uh, they recently did a riff on the Reese's Take Five that is also very good. Oh, is it like in stores or is it just in the shop? Uh huh. Yeah, I bought a pint. Hmm. It's good stuff. Uh, this has been the ice cream hour. I'm also still on the lookout for oh, the best nice pistachio ice cream. Uh, Ben and Jerry's is very good. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out to find the best. I'm gonna make some soon. Work. Uh, this has been second the eighties first episode of the spectacular. A of the short ice cream one social. To start you off the ice cream social of the spectacular. Uh, if you have a great pistachio wreck, Andrew's looking. Yeah, and uh, don't say Talenti because I tried it and it's gross. I don't like Talenti ice cream. I'm not a big fan. I generally do, but I was like, hmm. this is one of our shorter episodes in a while. But this movie is only eighty four minutes long, so you know, only so much to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Go see, go see it. Uh, uh, I would recommend it. A soft recommend for me. I yeah, I'll, rec- I'll soft recommend. Uh, I h- heartily recommend Stone Cold, which is uh, <laughs> on YouTube in full 1080p because it has not been released in the United States, but has been released overseas in like some fancy Blu-ray version. Weird. Yeah. Uh, a schlock masterpiece. Five stars. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, next week, we are bringing you... Not next week, next episode. Gosh, I don't even know how my own show works. We'll be bringing you the blob. The That's what it is. Version. And then uh, rounding out the month, uh, we will also be bringing you Friday the 13th, part six. And is that is that Jason versus Carrie? Jason lives. I think so. It's the one with one of the ones with Feldman. I think. Yeah, I think he's in the in the telekinetic girl. Yeah. No, Feldman has telekinesis. No, he doesn't. No, the girl has uh, telekinesis. Then that's not this one. Okay. 
I think Feldman does like Jason stuff. I don't know. We'll get there when we get there. That'll be another episode. But most importantly, on Patreon this month, 1978's John Carpenter masterpiece, Halloween. That'll probably drop on Halloween uh, for, you know, some symmetry purposes. But uh, keep an eye out for all that. Visit patreon.com slash dissecting the 80s and you can uh, get that episode. And we have a review to read, which hasn't happened in quite some time. So give me one moment to pull this up. Uh, If you'd like to hear your review read on the show, review the show. Uh, if you do it on Apple Podcasts, then they get sent to us. But if not, take a screenshot, email that to dissectingthe80s at gmail.com, and we read these on the air. It's a five-star review from KLHR1. Love them. Charming and hilarious. Love revisiting my favorite movies with these two. Thank you, KLHR1. And uh, if you'd like to hear your review, as I said, visit uh, the podcast app of your choice and write that review. Uh, we will read those on the air. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook or at Dissect the 80s on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, not as active on either place as we should be, but we do love to hear from you all. So <laughs> say hello. We're always appreciative of it. And if you ever need anything else, dissectingthe80s.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I have been the spooktacular Trip Lano. And I will always be the spooktacular Andrew Lano. Until next time. Don't you forget about me. I was going to tell you to do it that way. Ten points. Dissecting the 80s is a chum sum of this production. Ow.